live. Welcome, everybody. This is the Realities Arts Podcast, and we're your hosts tonight, Nate and Thomas. The Paranoid American. And we got the right flip Ryan Cunt, <laughs> Ryan Dean from Dangerous World. Thank you, buddy, for joining us. I guess this is my, I didn't realize, I thought that you were just making a reference to the show that I do with yeah. Ghost, but yeah, I didn't realize this is my name on here. Uh, I think yeah. the last time that I did, uh, you know, a stream yard with somebody, it must have been with Ghost, and he must have just labeled me this. So yeah, that's what it is right now. But yeah, I usually the host of Own it. World take, take the word back. Is he the what? What? What's he on? He's the le- loose lip left, or what the fuck is he called? And he right calls lip. himself the hairy left lip, and I'm the smooth right lip. Okay, all right. <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, usually, uh, you know, if if we're talking about a vagina, it's usually like pretty uniform. But I guess you know maybe the ones he's seen. Something crafty. You can do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can customize your hair style down there. Uh, There's gonna do the like shave like the full half of their face, like the the beards like bare on one side. Yeah, there's like two retards exist. Yeah, like definitely. Yeah, for a minute, for a minute, I really thought Ghost was a pedophile because, like, because uh, Ghost <laughs> was talking about just how smooth he needed a woman's pussy, and then you guys had made it a joke that he was like into midgets, but I guess he actually hates midgets. So yeah, yeah. I, I was just thinking he wanted a midget with a real smooth pussy down there, and I was like. I think Ghost is a fucking pedo. Uh, Dude, I think I told him. <laughs> man, I, I had a boss when I worked for a big corporation. Uh, there was a bot, and we were walking around, and he confessed that he has a major midget fetish. And he said okay, it like in front of customers. Say, he was a pedophile. No, no, I don't think he was allowed to work there. Uh, a lot of people knew where I used to work. But yeah, no, he, I mean, I, that's adult the same version. Thing, it's the adult version of it, though, is it not? That's like it's like uh sanctioned he's pedophilia, into, like husky kids. That's what he's saying. He's like he wants a little kind of stubby husky kids. Yeah, you like a fat little kid. That's what it is, dude. But uh but they can drive. So it's it's gross. Yeah, I, I thought it was super weird. It's like a little fat kid you can get drunk with, and then, and then you can right. them. Yeah, it's like right, right. Yeah, they can buy Jesus cigarettes. Christ. Yeah. Oh, good lord. Yeah. I don't know. I've got no animosity towards anyone of any size, man. I love, I love all people of all sizes, especially fat little kids. Like, like rub one out to completion to a midget, dude. It's, it's difficult. It's not easy. Like there was that Bridget the midget. She was like legit porn star. I saw uh, her perform. There was another one. I think I heard you say this story. Yeah, was she in a strip club down there? Yeah, she was in a strip club. I think it was called Eden, or it was either Eden or Tens. And uh, yeah, was she there a she big was... cover charge. You have to be this no. tall to enter the bar or anything. Or... Yeah, yeah, they had like a little thing like you're riding a ride. You have to be like over it was all feet feet. it was all themed like a kiddie's ride. Yeah, right. No, no, it was uh, it was pretty legit. I mean, the, you know, the other performers were better than her. You know, because I'm not I don't have a midish thing, a mid- midget fetish. Um, but yeah, it was it was strange just going in there. She was super drunk. Couldn't even do like her pole tricks or anything. It felt like uh, she just robbed ten dollars from me. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, they they have a little bit of fame going on. Like I, I guess like porn stars, they they make the circuit sometimes. So like because right. they'll get a lot of money and they'll escort while they're doing it. So like you got to pay like four grand and you can fuck some porn star and you're like, yep. oh, I can definitely get STDs, right? You know, right. or something like well, it just know, sounds awful. A lot of them are clean, and you know, if I, I don't if think I think so, dude, I've heard stories that like all of them have stds like they just give each other stds it's like a revolving circle how do you think we're supposed to beat this stuff though man not not in isolation you got to just keep heading it head on fire with fire yeah yeah 
Expose yeah. yourself just like COVID. You got to catch it and then yeah, you bro. can beat it over and over again. Yeah, I'd you like know, to the think only... they're clean. Uh, what's that? I'd like to think they're clean. Like they're supposed to like test like every week and stuff while they're humping and stuff, but I don't yeah. know. It's yeah, it's like professional combat sports where like you have to get like AIDS tests because you're bleeding on each other. There's fluids being exchanged. But yeah, this isn't the same, I guess. I mean, I, I thought that they were clean. The one porn star that I would actually really like to see in a strip club like performing would be like Lisa Ann. She's an OG in the game. I don't know if you've yeah. seen Lisa Ann. Nayland Lisa, Palin. She's a, isn't she a fucking... She's a MAGA chick too, right? Isn't she like... I think she likes mm. Donald Trump. She's pretty right wing. She's like, she hates, uh, she's like super anti-woke and shit. I've heard her on some podcasts. I, I think that she's like, she's pretty fucking, she's pretty this fucking right wing. This the last place I would ever need to get my politics from though. Like I, I right, dude, like less. she can suck your dick if and then tell like you about like Marxist, building though. a wall you know I mean? so Mexicans can't get in and stuff. Right, and right. She, like, and that's kind of cool. Yeah. Is there a lot of long conversations while that's going on? I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. She she i see what, what's kind of cool about her and i know what you're talking about nate because she's been on like a lot of sports shows i think she has like a sports gambling podcast and i love gambling on sports interesting i think she was on str UFC. back in the day like uh I, I was really big into like legion of skanks and like uh yeah yeah uh, I, yeah and, and str sex drugs and rock and roll you know what i'm talking about that's uh yes that's, sir great yeah. show anyways i'm pretty sure she was i i might be making this up but i'm pretty sure she was on it yeah no oh, i mean it sounds about right yeah. yeah great work really love her work there uh true professional but yeah man just uh just uh you know i don't it's know that's a lot for an old lady yeah yeah i can i can kind of get down with that i i don't really dig the fake titties thing but like it's a it's whatever yeah what are you thinking about her on the 2024 ticket maybe i mean dude we have was that in Florida? What fucking state is that? My buddy was just telling me about it. Some Republican like MAGA chick who's a Congress lady now or like in Senate. She used to be a stripper. You know who I'm talking about? And then what, you and I, Ryan. Girl? No, white girl. Cute, actually. I was shocked. He like, showed me showed me her in like the piece about Day her. Crowd or night crowd. Stripper, and then... Day shift or night shift? <laughs> That's right. a good question. I mean, she's she's good enough to be night shift. I was she's cute, dude. She, she could dance on Let a Saturday night. Let me see if night. I can find her name really quick. Uh, Anna Paulina Luna? Could be. Could be. Yeah, Anna know. Paulina My buddy Luna. Was like, Let's... He was trying to find uh, nudes, I mean... and I don't think we could find them, which was unfortunate. And then, uh, let's see. And then, Doug, Ryan, on the show, on uh, what's the one? What's the one on the weekend you do with Ghost? What's, what's Ghost? Uh, the Tavern. We watched that that uh, that the fucking mayoral candidate. What was he like? Do porn in New York? The New York. Yeah, New York? yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Did trying he win? to normalize uh, sex workers by making a porn himself. And I actually predicted this, but I thought that like a, an actual politician, like AOC or a girl, uh, uh, like you know, an attractive girl. And I actually wouldn't mind seeing this Anna Paulina Luna in a porn. I'll show you guys an image here. She's very, very pretty um but yeah you know it, it is interesting that it was like a fat dude that that you know is normalizing he was sex work super he was I, he wasn't i don't think he was fat and he had a decent hog but he had like he was like i think he looked like an old like schlubby kind of jew and he kind of had like yeah. a little flat gross little white like butt it was it wasn't good because like he wasn't even doing like good angles he should have done pov or something so you're mostly right. focused on the girl but it was like, mostly just his like ass. watching his yeah his ass pumping and you're like what the fuck is this dude <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, not, not fun. Uh, yeah, let me share share with you this girl here. I just learned how to do screen sharing here, uh, thanks to you and uh, and your help there uh, by guiding me through this. Can you see this lady? Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's very attractive. I, you know, much much better than, than AOC, AOC in my opinion. Yeah. But where does she stand on Keynesian economics? She's uh, <laughs> probably pro. I'm sure, dude. Uh, but Keynesian economics doesn't even exist anymore, dude. Nobody's <laughs> you're either like MMT or you're an Austrian. It's like it's or Chicago school. Right. But nobody actually is. Yeah, look at her mugshot and shit. I love it. She's fucking. Yeah, and then they're showing like the other the that's the Trump lady, right? The the one that said that they that they were hooking up with Trump. Stormy Daniels. Dude, she does the circuit. She goes to strip clubs. She was in Portland not that long ago. Okay. Like, well, I guess it was probably like two years ago. So that's that is a while ago. But like there was like fuck yeah, Stormy Daniels came to Portland to go dance. And I think oh, there was a lady that was pretending to be Melania Trump too. So this chick is like <laughs> some Eastern European chick and she strips and does yeah, plays Melania Trump and so she's the first lady and she'll give you a lap dance and shit. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Honestly, that would be an awesome theme. Almost like a Hall of the Presidents. You right. I mean? Again, I mean, you get the Donald Trump treatment. Yeah, goes, hey, anyone, Trump. you know, give me a, let yeah. me get a Reagan and let me get a Nixon. Hey, you got you got to get the money, Garfield, dude. dude. Lucretia <laughs> Garfield. I say it all the time. Dude, you got to get the Garfield. Taft. Bro. If you want to see someone work for it, you get the Taft. <laughs> get the, look, Give me the Taft, the Taft special. I want to see the <laughs> Taft at the top of the pole, crawl all the way up to the top. <laughs> like some 300-pound chick out there wearing a mustache. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Little I've powered seen some uh, unfortunate strippers, man. I've but, seen all kinds of terrible strippers. I've, I've I've told this story, I'm sure, on the show. But you know what? We're we're having a filth bag conversation, yeah. so I'll bring this one back up. This right. was back in the day. There was this filthy, filthy fucking bar. Uh, so we were working off Second Street. This is Old Town. Uh, this is Old Town, Eureka, California. Um, there's a bar. I don't know if it still exists. So anybody in Eureka, you guys can send me an email. Tell me about it. It was called the Schooner, and it's right next to a bar called fuck is that other bar too we used to drink there all the time too anyways it doesn't matter so the schooner you go inside of there dude and there was a fucking stripper that would be in a cage and she was dancing inside of a cage and she was an amputee so she oh. had most of her right arm and i'm pretty sure her name was venom that's what she went by and she would dance in a eureka uh high school cheerleaders outfit so maybe she had been a cheerleader at one point I don't know, like back in the day, because she was pushing 40 at this point. And so she's sitting there dancing like this with her saggy meth tits. And my buddy just like made the mistake <laughs> of getting like too close to the cage. And she grabbed him with her good arm. It's like a like Chinese this. guy yeah. outside Whoop. the monkey cage. <laughs> yeah, you get too close to the monkey's cage. And she shoved his face in her pussy. And he got oh. the slap on his face, dog. He got... <laughs> oh, man. He got STDs on his fucking face. It was the best. Oh. The bartender is like, oh, yeah, that happens. Yep. Man, what makes people get into that shit? Like, if you, if you're fucked up, you know, you're deformed, you know, it's it's sad. You know, obviously, I'll laugh about it. You know, it's funny, dog. but what's that? She needs she needs meth money. So then she I'm just like like the, the people that would give her butthole that would, that would at go like there for that specifically. Gross people, dude. That's literally the worst bar in town. It is literally the worst bar in town. It's when so when I uh, gross. 
but it's a fun dive bar and you can get a mixed drink for like it was like three dollars you got like a yeah. rum and coke you know yeah, what you i mean like that you just go in there and they've got pool tables and it's like shit it's fantastic and then you can see an amputee's butthole in a cage you know what i mean it's I like mean, I, where, I, I haven't seen so. that before so yeah, i mean i guess like I, I guess i would zoo. go it's like going to the zoo and drinking drinks. Sorry, as soon, as, I, <laughs> as soon as I got out of um, basic training, right, I got stationed in a place called Biloxi, Mississippi, which they basically had trailer parks and casinos. And but apparently right off of base, like as soon as you got off of base, it was like all porn stores and tattoo shops and strip clubs. But there was apparently one huge strip club that people would go from all across like the county to come here because it was specifically a strip club in a trailer park that exclusively had like <laughs> trailer park people that worked and stripped there. Oh, I love and that, it. that was like their thing. That was the whole motif. And it wasn't like a classy one that like, you know, dressed it up. It was, it was exactly as section scars. Yeah. We're talking like fucking like cherry tattoos. Right. A lot of, I, I yeah. guarantee you a lot of military wives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ugh. fucking karen haircuts <laughs> fucking yeah chewed on mommy titties like we're talking yeah dude oh i love it it's dude. probably still like that you know shout out to biloxi fucking what is, what is like chain fucking tattoos across the arm here what are you talking oh, about like barbed bar wires. Wires. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got a lot of fucking wires. cigarettes she's and probably tribal. smoking a cigarette while she's up on stage Fuck Ugh, yes, it dude. tribal Fuck tattoos. Yeah, normal i thought that was the norm yeah. <laughs> okay Dude, I remember one time my buddy, he, he we were sitting there. This is one of the first times when we went to a strip club. And this lady, she gets up there and starts dancing. And, like, you know, we fold up our dollar bills and we stick it on there, right, waiting for her to come and dance around for us and shit. And she gets on there and she grabs his hat and she taco she tacos his bill and she shoves it in her pussy (laughs) and does some shit and then she throws the hat back at him and he was like and and dodged it he was like you can keep it (laughs) dude you know the first time i went to a strip club i (laughs) fell in love with the first dancer that like showed me attention like like i thought that she (laughs) you know sought after me like yeah she chose me out there's all these people here and she chose me out she was a pretty lady you know what i mean i'm 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 sitting here i'm like 23 years old probably and yeah i i fell in love man guys i'm in love yeah i didn't realize that like you know time itself my friend (laughs) right dude but the thing is too like instead of going and getting like the private dances like you're supposed to do if you like one of these girls and you think that you got a shot Cause I've gotten strippers numbers back in the day and stuff like everybody has. Right. And like, you've like hung out with them behind the scenes and shit, but I just like had her dancing on me out in the regular room. You know what I mean? And it, so that nothing was going to happen, but I just kept being like, man, I want to go back and see her. Her name was Mary, which ironically is my mom's name, which is fucked up, but it, she, she didn't look like my mom. So a it was, tale as old as time itself, my friend. I mean, yeah, it's just like there was something comforting about it. And I was like, hey, you know, this is different. This is real. And ask yeah, me was, if my homework's done. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. It was, I, I'm so embarrassed about it now. But it's, it's a, it, you know, those first times of doing that kind of shit, they're, they're like, you want to go back and relive them, man. It, 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 as dirty as it is, there's something pure about it. You know what I mean? Like it's just like you're going in there and you're you're having a good time, dude. Yeah, you're you say this, but I mean, and you throw a rock around any one of those clubs right now, and you're gonna hit a 50 year old dude, guaranteed. Right, right. Yeah, 
Is there something yeah. still pure about it? Is there like a cutoff in the age range? No, or is I there think always something young, pure about it? There is something pure about it. It's it's the pure capitalism. It's a pure exchange. <laughs> it's true. like this, like I don't know, man. It's it's as natural as it comes, man. It's like you, yeah, you're, you're there young, for one thing, their thing, they're there for one thing, and like it's it's a beautiful commerce, man. Is this voluntarism? This is voluntarism for sure. <laughs> yeah, I like no, it. you know, it, it gets sad real quick, and it's almost it's like there's an age. <laughs> what, what, what's that i said it's babylon for sure this right, is right. Gamora. yeah yeah this is pure yeah. fucking money there is some sort for... of age cutoff where it's like yeah it's sad that you that you and your group of friends are going here now uh you what, know, what I'm, age I'm is 30. that exactly see i don't know I, I i don't know exactly i think that it actually it has something to do with how wealthy you are. is right it, like if you're just if like you're, you're just going for with love. the boys like you're, no, you're, lo- you're looking for love at this point and, yeah, that's sad. But if you're just going with the boys, <laughs> just like drink a beer and just see, well, wow, look at those titties. And you're just sitting there drinking a beer and just talking shop and just like decompressing after work. That like, whatever. Uh, I mean, it's kind of degenerate and probably shouldn't do that if you're married and have kids and stuff. But if you're, you know, if you're like a single 28 year old dude and you're like with your buddies and you're just sitting there crushing some beers and like they probably have taco specials and shit. Like, right. you know, like at least around the here, they actually have some decent food. Like it's and the food is cheap. Like, yeah, because yeah. they want you to fucking yeah, in, want you to in, te- money. in Texas. It was uh, they had some kind of weird thing with liquor licenses, so it was bring your own beer, bring your own whatever. So you would show up with like a That's bottle of liquor, fucking awesome. and what you would do is you would pay twenty bucks, and then we just keep it on ice the entire night. But if you showed up there with a huge bottle, like you're good. You and your entire friends are just good because you brought your own. And then they would have all you can eat steak, but it was like good Texas uh-huh. steak. You know what I mean? Uh, and that ended up becoming like a lunch special for for the longest time. Yeah, they'll have like lobster and shit, like yeah, lobster dude. tails, crab legs. Everyone like like, like likes to make fun as if it's just like beef jerky and like school lunch, but it's the exact that like no one wants you to I'm leave. Fine right? with it, dude. I'll, I'll fucking go in there. Like I used to go in this one spot, and the only thing I would order it was like spicy chicharrones and fucking beer, and I just sit there and eating chicharrones <laughs> and looking at twat. Just yeah. It's fun, man. It's nice, and you know if you can if you can uh, you know manage to not drop a bunch of cash on the bullshit, and you just watch. Hey, that that actually kind of classes it up a little bit, especially if, if you got chicharrones involved. You know mm-hmm. that's nice. Yeah, I mean that's a fucking pinky out kind of situation for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially <laughs> spicy ones too, man. Yeah. yeah, that's a good time. I like it. Well, okay, we've been having lots of fun about talking about strippers and ghosts definitely being a pedophile. Uh, so right. let's talk. <laughs> uh, let's get into some fucking internet shit, buddy. You were gonna fucking talk to us about some stuff. Oh yeah, dude. Um, you know, I kind of mentioned it to Thomas. I mentioned it to you also, Nate. You know, to me, it's interesting. You know, especially with like this whole AI thing that's going on, right? Like you see, just I mean, like like we, I was again telling thomas that you know south park's making fun of it anytime south park's making fun of something it's it's legit it's like a real it's part of the culture right they're very very like tapped into what's going on and with all this ai shit it's interesting it kind of makes you think like who controls the internet you know because i i feel like they're more powerful than the governments right it turns out the government the u.s government actually controlled the internet up until 2016 <laughs> and they handed it over to this ICANN, 
Um, I'll actually share this with you. What's it called? What's a called- what's a ICAN? I can. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard of these guys, Thomas? Oh yeah. That's interesting, dude. I mean, I think a lot of times the government, and I've seen this recently, but this is like a tale of Zolda's time too, right? Where like if you if the, if the government is doing this, there's certain things that they are and are not allowed to do, right? right? So like the government can't necessarily like it's not supposed to impede your freedom of speech per se. But if you're on a private like like Facebook, they can be like that's against our community guidelines when you absolutely know Facebook was created with CIA money. So like this so the government will like kind of have a corporation do shit. So like this maybe yep. I can is definitely connected to the goddamn government. They sold it to them. This right. is a private company and therefore you can't do some like Freedom of Information Act kind of shit on this stuff. You can't even that, look at that into one their world shit. is pretty ominous yeah. up there. One world. Government. Well, and I mean, you see the one, one world, world, one internet. One you, see, you got internet. a fucking, you got a hashtag inside of the globe. Um, you know, I'm already triggered. The child sacrifice. Look at the, the pyramid. Yeah, pyramid. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's strange. The whole site is weird. It just so happens. I mean, you look at this. We're recording this, uh, not to break the fourth wall. On on March 16, two thousand twenty three, we're wrapping up their conference, their their current conference in Cancun. Uh, you know, going from the 11th to the 16th of March, 2023. It, the timing's kind of interesting. Uh, you know, I just found out about this a couple of days ago and, and we had been planning to talk for a little while. And I just thought that this would be something interesting to talk about. Now, if you go and look at, um, you know, if you're new and you're trying to learn about what they're doing, you know, welcome to ICANN, learn more about what we do, how we work, all that bullshit. It's, it's all like all about inclusion it's all about like you know making sure that everything's transparent and you know the internet's a safe place and it belongs to everybody but it seems like they're in a transitional period where you'll have to have some sort of license to to operate on the internet you're going to have like your your actual credentials whether it be your your social security number your driver's license whatever um not just with twitter and i know nate you mentioned this to me um, you know, with the whole scandal that was going on with Twitter for a little while, they don't want anyone going on there and trolling and making people kill themselves because they're like, you know, just fucking with them too much. They want to know that everybody on there is actually them. Zero bots, all this shit. Not, I mean, there, there still will be bots, obviously, but it's just interesting to me the way that I can is kind of making everything seem like, yeah, we're not part of the government, even though the government sold them like the, the rights to this stuff, basically. Right. Um, they're not going to sell the rights to anybody that doesn't have the government's interest in mind. Same with like Amazon, um, you know, uh, all, all these different companies that work in like the, the Russian cosmos agenda and all this stuff. It's just interesting to me, man. So this is one side of it, but then I've also got a different side that is, is fairly interesting too. This is the mainstream so, answer to I'm like, who, ask who real fast, and I don't know if you know the answer to this. So uh, is the corporation called ICANN? Is that that's who owns the it's, internet? It's like an international group that basically runs okay. all the name servers. So like when you type in, you know, whatever realitiesars.com or facebook.com, it hits a name server. And those name servers are essentially who gets who decides where you, you know that that website is actually hosted. And these ICANN servers are supposed to be spread out throughout the world so that you hit the one closest to you and that there's backup versions and everything so that you can't really penetrate it and what ryan was saying before 
how the government handed over. I think that was like at the tail end of Obama's reign. And when Trump came in, he was giving them all sorts of flack about like, how would you give over the control of this internet to this international company, which is true because if you think about it, uh, like the, the very origins of the internet as we know it, and you know, the three of us, it was an American internet and it was kind of come from Silicon Valley and DARPA and, and a few other, you know, it was all basically like us centric from, from the government and academia. But through time, right, it, it seemed like there was this international push for, well, it's not fair that America gets to own the internet and that whenever you click on what country yeah. you're from, the U.S. You know what? Life's not entry. fair. Fuck you. Like, well, I'm not a right winger and I'm not like a nationalist, but good God, I, I will just say that Democrats in general, for <laughs> some fucking reason, and I maybe I like it, whatever, but they do dumb shit to destroy the empire. Well, so, like, so right. you're like, correct. Why here. would you yeah. give up national fucking? That's it, like, exactly. We own the goddamn internet. And you're like, yeah, let's let the French have some of it. In China but like you were Russia, saying before like, too, that it sets up a perfect premise so that the government can then be like, ah, you know what, you guys are right. Let's share with the rest of the world here. I can. You guys have this. But now it's like the government can have even more control and do even more nefarious stuff because now if they get caught there's a like a level of fucking abstraction between them mm -hmm. right they don't have full control over it so you'd be like oh i don't know you know i check out what i can right i mean it's proven that google was basically started by the government right i mean obviously yeah you got sergey brin larry page that they're they're supposedly like the front men for it but then also like the story of amazon all these things man like they're in cahoots with the government i mean and, and yeah, again i say it all the time this is fascism when corporations are cooperating with the government to benefit one another, that's fascism. Um, there's some sort of dividing line with like who's benefiting more. Is it corporatocracy or is it fascism? I don't think that that line needs to be there. I think that the corporations and the government both benefit from these things, right? Because you get grants. Uh, there's that concept of the iron triangle. Are you guys familiar with this? Tell me. Uh, have you heard of the iron triangle, Thomas? I mean, I, I feel like I've heard a lot of triangles and a lot of iron things, but I'm not putting the two and two together. Okay, so I'll pull up a nice uh, image here. Okay, uh, yeah, this is like like an economic thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's basically like like it doesn't necessarily have to be Congress, the bureaucracy, and interest groups. This can be with any three entities that are like cooperating in different sectors of the government. But the most common one that you'll see is government some type of bureaucracy and then an interest group so in this case maybe like the right side of congress the uh you know uh, nra would be an interest group and then the bureaucracy would be like the people that fund the nra and all this shit right and it just it's like this this total uh you know these these three entities work towards a common goal and oftentimes they'll be like on the opposite side of like uh is there any groups out there off the top of your head that are against uh guns like uh like the obvious uh, like a, an enemy to the nra uh it's something like the some kind of mom group that i can't think of but yeah i was, I was gonna say moms against yeah. drunk driving but that's obviously different yeah. right so and they're called the cunts yeah i mean they are they're <laughs> fucking haggard whores yeah yeah haggard i mean against guns right so just like so so plug in like instead of the right side of congress the left side right the progressives versus that bureaucracy that's funding them versus instead of the nra you got you know some sort of left-leaning anti-gun group and then the they're squad. oftentimes in cahoots with each other so you've got like a fucking hexagon instead of a damn you know triangle i don't know it's weird it's an interesting thing but these are like these weird power structures that aren't really kind of known to a lot of people 
and I think this is what's interesting, man. You know, we can go back and forth on flat earth. We can go back and forth on all these different things. Um, at the end of the day, though, there's very real threats to the way that things operate and the way uh, that, you know, the three of us here and then so many other people have our freedoms. Um, and and it's, it's just scary to think that, I mean, they're so far ahead of us, dude, when it comes to the planning, the structuring of all this stuff. I don't think any of this is new. This is like, this is historical. I bet the Sumerians were doing the exact same iron triangles. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, for sure they were. But like, I guess what makes it more dangerous is that we are all so fucking interconnected now. And so like, if there is a big giant fucking threat, it's not to just to one thing. It's like when the Mongols were a giant fucking threat to China, it sucked for China. But like, now we have like global fucking cunts that are like, I don't know. It's we're so fucking interconnected. Like, uh, like a fucking one threat threatens all of us, and it sucks a bag of dicks. Well, and, that's what's interesting too, because uh, it shouldn't be like that. There shouldn't, and that's they're they're trying to make these world societies. I'm actually doing some separate work. You know, I don't know if you've heard of the Line uh, City, that Saudi Arabian, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Line City. There's so many smart cities, and specifically Saudi Arabia, like two to four thousand smart cities that are massive there's one called like neom or something like that yeah uh, where it's like it's like a fucking floating city basically where you don't need money you sell all your shit it sounds like a total cult you sell all your shit and that gets you your status so like if you know me i was to sell my home let's say the three of us were to join we sell all of our assets and like the the one that has the most assets out of the three of us would have the highest standing in the society there and then we're all just like, you don't have to pay for a damn thing. You just get like a social credit, uh, you know, universal basic income. But like, let's say Thomas has the most assets. He would have more than you and I would, Nate. In the, he would have a higher standing in the society than you and I would. Let's say I got the lowest. I got nothing. You know, I just sold like my fucking car and, you know, maybe some of my garbage pail kids. You know what I mean? And then that's what I got. That, that's all, all my assets. And I'm on like the lowest level, but I'm in and I'm safe, according to this Saudi Arabian smart city secret society. But I mean, it seems like a secret society or a cult of some kind. And like I said, there's between two to four thousand smart cities that Saudi Arabia is currently working on right now. And I just find that fascinating. It's it's incredibly interesting because they're very, very wealthy. They're ahead of the game. I mean, they're going toe to toe with the PGA, which is one of the richest like, you know, leagues out there when it comes to sports. Right. Yeah, that's um, interesting. Ryan, did I hear you say that there was a 15-minute city in Oregon? I thought Yeah, I there's one in Oregon. That. There's one in Oklahoma. There's one here and actually in Arizona. And they're at the primitive levels right now. But the fear, obviously, the conspiracy theorists and stuff, um, I'll actually pull them up on – because I like looking at Wikipedia. And, and that's going to actually bring us into, like, the next thing that I wanted to kind of talk about was, like, these – online encyclopedias right like just for basic shit i like looking at wikipedia if i'm learning about a new topic um i'll check that out and then like i'll learn the basics and i'll go and like you know do deeper dives but yeah man there's 15 minute cities all over the place what were you going to say about that uh well i mean i've mentioned this on the show before but like by my old house like i moved about 45 minutes from my old house um and 
there it was all farmland this area at one time and then they like took all the fucking what do you what do they call that when the government comes and just takes your property what is it imminent domain right yeah they fucking imminent domain all these like old farmers fucking property and turned it into these all these giant fucking shitty houses uh and i didn't know it so they had like a, they had a little skate park over there and i went to pick up my son because his buddies live out there and I'm like, this one's called like Internet Highway. This one's called Technology Drive. And, I, and I'm looking like through mm. these fucking houses and I realize and it says it on there. This is a whole like smart community. Like every house that all the new houses are all like integrated and smart and all connected. And like they're the ones that like, I don't, I don't know, you can do all dumb shit like your refrigerator like tells you when you need to buy milk and shit. They're like the smart toilets that tell you like left. if you got yeah. problems with your diet mm -hmm. by based on your shit and you know it's uh -huh. wild. Yeah, and it's it fucking so good ridiculous, so many people. and I hate it. And, but they're yeah. fairly cheap, dude. They're trying to get you in there. Like you can get a fucking brand, and this is cheap for this area. But you can get a brand new like three bedroom house, no yard at all, but like a three bedroom right. house glued right next door to your neighbor's house for like four hundred thousand dollars. That's Gee, where the fuck you live. It's it's expensive out here, dude. By Portland, everything's fucking expensive. Like if okay. you have a house in Portland proper, you're talking about minimum eight hundred thousand, maybe like a million dollar house. Like if you're in Portland, like and it can be a shit house if you right. just have pro property out there. It's just nuts. Like That's I moved insane. to like Northwest, and I bought a relatively nice little house in a big yard, and I can afford it. So like I'm in like rural Oregon. I'm like. 35 minutes outside of portland that's the only way that i can afford a house well I, you know, full disclosure anyways full disclosure here for me you know people might make fun of me or whatever i live in a double wide on an acre and a quarter you know what i mean it's that's not like a shit dude yeah yeah no i love it like it's not a shitty like uh ran down fucking trailer it's a night it's actually really nice inside um you know i, I was dude, looking double wides are fucking sweet dude i got no problem with hey, that. they're Fuck not yeah. sweet i'd rather live in like they a can be i've seen some fucking sweet ones dude no, yeah, yeah, and I'm on an not. acre fuck yeah dude acre and a quarter uh, don't Hell take yeah. that quarter acre away from me yeah yeah i i got the acre and a quarter a tiny little you know double wide house it's not a shit box it's decent it's got a great you know air conditioning works really nice it's got two bathrooms everything i need um, and then all the land that I would possibly need if shit got crazy, right? Like if I needed to grow, I don't, I don't do much with the land right now, but it's just, I think, um, something where I can build, I can live here. I can die on this property, hopefully as an old man, you know, <laughs> amount I drink, who knows how long it's going to take, but hopefully by the end of my life, I'll build something here. That's nice. And you know, I can look back and be like, yeah, this was worth it, right? Like, instead of living in one of these things that you're describing, which is like, you know, just blocked in, you don't need to go outside because you got the internet, right? It, no, fuck no. Like, I I got three dogs. You, it's nice to have them outside and, and let them play and, and do their shit. It, it's interesting that, that we are giving up freedom for convenience in such massive, like, quick, quicker and quicker we're doing this. And, um, yeah, like I said, I'd rather have a brick and mortar house, something that maybe two stories, maybe someday I will, maybe I can build my own property, you know, up and, and actually build a house here. But for now, man, this is perfect for me and the opportunity is endless on, on this amount of land for me. So yeah, it's, it's just interesting, man, how we're getting away from like the old school way of living where you've got property, you've got like resources and you've got like wells and like all these different things. And you're just sharing shit with your neighbors that 
probably talk shit about you behind your back. You know what I mean? Like how many neighbors actually like each other? Your wife while you're at work and (laughs) yeah. Yeah. The Amazon dude's fucking your wife when he's delivering your shit. You know what I mean? So I don't know, man. They don't got time for that, bro. What's that? They don't got time for that. They're on a very strict schedule. Yeah, they're on a tight Dude, schedule, right? I watched a fucking video. Somebody sent me a video the other day about Amazon drivers and about like how monitored they are in those oh, Amazon yeah. vehicles. Have you seen that? It's like well, so you have to keep your eyes straight forward looking at the road. If you like look at your phone or if you like look at you can't even interact with like because you have like a little iPad thing, right? To if you look at it, that being if you if you drive for a second unbuckled, that's a ding. If you like, she this lady was saying like her coworker was scratching his face, and so the computer read that as him having a phone on his face, and uh, he got like yeah. in major trouble. That's a and, demerit. Like <laughs> that's a demerit. Yeah, it's fucking wild, dude. And they monitor you like a motherfucker. And I was like, fuck that. Well, well, the fuck the ground delivery systems actually that represents one of the the more complex and harder like even computer problems to solve is that automatic routing because traffic changes so often um the, the light schedules can change depending on the day so i mean these things are smart enough that they'll know that it's it's two o'clock so therefore the light schedule at this intersection compared with the, the live real-time traffic all that gets taken into account and they spend a pretty penny to get those up-to-date metrics so if their driver deviates from what the computer is telling them uh, even if it's like, no, you know, there was a, a tree that was down, like I couldn't drive through, but it wasn't in the system. They could still get a demerit for that because they've deviated from this path because at this point it's all knowing. But I, you know what? In the very, very near future, definitely in our lifetimes, unless Ryan drinks himself to death really quick. But like <laughs> all no, of UPS and UPS and um, Amazon and all those are probably going to end up being just AI driven. Like no one's going to, because then they don't have to worry about someone deviating. Yeah. I mean, this reminds me, Rhett, this is, this is one that I called in, I think, uh, and talked to you guys about on Cunt, um, was the, the fucking AI judges, right? That's in China where like the AI makes the, makes the decision, right? And the judge actually has to be the one to like make the call. But if he deviates from what the AI has already decided, he has to have like a good fucking reason. He has to have a good explanation and they'll even, they'll be like, uh, not an investigation, but they'll look into it. If he what an easy job. If you AI, disagree with the AI all the time, you're just like a paid You're judge, out of the job. Right? They're fired. Yeah. Fuck the judge. Yeah. You're <laughs> out of there. Yeah. Because the judge, because the AI knows. Right. And it's fucking bizarre, man. I don't like it. I mean, it's also like the one that I think that I talked to you about, too, is like that the first AI, um, it was like a public defender, right? So you have like an AI in your ear. And so it listens to what the judge says. It listens to what the prosecutor says. And then it's like an AI public defender. And it tells you like how to respond in the best way and what you should do and and how to defend yourself. But I wouldn't it, it'll be funny, though, because you're going to send your AI lawyer in to see the AI judge and there's going to be an mm-hmm. AI jury like it's just going to be whoever pays for the coolest AI, just like you pay for the best lawyer, right? Now mm-hmm. it's like, what like what kind of software are you sending in for your court case? Or, Thomas, I need you to help me because you know how to break those AIs. Yeah. We're going yeah, <laughs> yeah. to fucking... Everyone's, everyone's going to jail, including the judge. 
Dude, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I uh, I was trying to actually find this video that I saw that I thought was so good about 15-minute cities. I mean, this guy breaks this down because if you look online, and I'll actually share just so you can see what I'm talking about. This, I mean, this is, uh, you know, anytime that Wikipedia has, you know, a conspiracy section and they say unfounded conspiracy theories, talk about this, right? Unfounded conspiracy theories... Uh, about the 15-minute concept theories have flourished, including claims that the model will find residents for leaving their house, their home districts. British Conservative Party MP Nick Fletcher called 15-minute cities an international socialist concept during a debate at the UK Parliament in February 2023. Paris, they're trying to turn into a 15-minute city. Um, they say that the average person walks one mile in 15 minutes. I don't think that's the case at all. I think that you walk, uh, you know, in 15 minutes, you walk about a half a mile. Uh, you know, I've been jogging lately. It takes me 30 well, minutes to they're, run. They're going to make you run. <laughs> if you live in one of these cities, you're not allowed to walk anymore. Well, that's the thing, like, man. Like, yeah, it's, you're it's not like riding a bike. a mile in 15 minutes, dude. Yeah, so this nah. is this is basically a stadium-sized city, a, a stadium, like a baseball stadium, a football stadium. It's like that's not going to work very well, dude. So... You know, it's interesting. I'm going to see if I can find this video, though, because there are some scary things about it. There's the idea where uh, in in England, I believe, maybe Australia, uh, because the, the fucking elite hate Australians for some reason. They were saying I that. Right. Yeah. They were saying that you can you can leave your district. 100 days a year. So if you got a job outside your district. You're fucked. That's actually pretty generous if we're going to, you know, if we're going to be honest. That's nice and generous, man. <laughs> I guess. That's almost a I third mean, of the year. Thanks, Klaus. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it, it's just wild. Have you seen dude. those fucking weird... Um, I think it's in Taiwan. Have you seen those little houses that are all, like, fucking connected? And they're, like, all on this, like, hill? Do you know what I'm talking about? There's all these little tiny... And they're micro houses. They're, in, like, uh, one-bedroom apartment. Do you know what I'm talking about? And they all like it, it's almost like a hive city. It's like a beehive almost. And like everybody has like a little tiny cell thing. And I, when you're looking at it, you're like, holy goddamn shit. And so like you're you're literally maybe like 10 feet away from the guy next to you because you're in this one little single bedroom. Like it might be a 10 by 10 little house. That's what you have. And you're connected to this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. And it's like, I think it was like. 5,000 people in this one little area because it's like just little 10 by 10. I don't, I don't even know how you get into your house. It's the most fucking ridiculous thing. Let me see if I can look this shit up. Yeah, dude. Uh, man. I can't. But that's find the future. What is it? That's the goddamn future. Uh, oh, yeah. No, it, it's literally like just living on top of each other. There's no such thing as having land. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, I wonder... If, you know, the people that, that had already bought their homes on some property are actually going to get to keep it and they're going to have to pay extra or they're just cast outside of the society or whatever. Um, you know, I watched Logan's run the other day for like the thousandth time. And, you know, it's interesting that once you get out of that city in Logan's run, it's like there's a whole thing outside of that. Right. And uh, I don't know if you guys seen that movie, but it's fucking great. Logan's it's been run. a while. But yeah, I, get, I, get, I remember the premise. Yeah, man, like they, they say, like, you know, you get reincarnated after you turn like 34 or whatever it is, you get recycled, but then they find out they know they just kill you and, you know, all this stuff. But then once you break out of the city, 
you know, it's, it, it is a smart city. Literally, it's what it is like, uh, you know, in, in this movie. And this was back in the 70s when this movie came out. Farrah Fawcett's in it looking like a fox. And, you know, it's it's a, a whole world outside of this city. And they, they're everyone's just too scared to, to get out there. And I think that, that that could potentially be a reality. A lot of these sci-fi movies of like since the 30s have had some truth to them in some sense, it seems. So I don't know, man. It seems like that's the ultimate goal is to get us all packed into little areas to where we're just happy being comfortable. And there's no there's no threat. There's no anything. And then we turn into that Calhoun experiment where it's like all these rats are just fucking their kids and doing all kinds of gross shit and not actually living because there's no outside threat. There's no reason to grow. There's no reason to do anything other than just function. And I, I think that's I guess, dark. The, these 50 minute cities, I guess, for some reason, don't shock me as much. But maybe it's because I've grown up in Florida where there's all these retirement communities because right. that's the entire premise is that you drop Grammy and Gramps off at their new retirement community and they've got a movie theater and an old timey, you know, phosphorus, you know, station where they can get their malts and everything. And they literally don't ever have to leave this little kind of, you know, community and that then that's it's like a reassuring thing for them because then they just learn all their neighbors and they learn the names of everyone that works in the little shops and everything although what inevitably happens is that after all of those properties get sold and they get flipped and all the realtors make some cash off of it all of a sudden that malt shop stops making all the money because they're not being subsidized by the community that owns it and then they move out and then the movie theater closes and then before you know it like 10 to 20 years later the community's there, but all of those luxuries and all those conveniences are gone. And now it's like you're stuck in this crappy little community that you have to leave constantly and go into the outside world anyway to go get your all, all of your stuff. Uh, and right. I think that's probably what ends up happening here, right? Is that your little 15-minute city runs out of toilet paper. Well, guess what? Everyone's leaving that 15-minute city to go to the neighboring cities to go and get their toilet paper. And then just extrapolate that on any other weird little luxury good that just happens to go into like a sharp demand that you know I, i'm sure everyone on this call right you've you've needed to go and buy something at like the auto parts store or like an electronic store or whatever and you literally have to drive you know 40 minutes because they're the only ones out of all the franchises that have this one thing that you might need so i mean right. that that doesn't go away with these 15 minute cities unless there's a huge amazon warehouse center that's also about 15 minutes away, right? So you could just click like, I need this thing. And they just happen to have everything you ever need. Uh, and the little drone just goes and flies it and drops you off. If they can do that, then absolutely. Like those little cities can just be isolated indefinitely. Yeah, they say that that the idea that these are going to be high-rise buildings and you have a barcode outside your window and these drones drop off whatever you need inside there. You're going to be renting baby toys. If you have a kid, you're not going to buy any baby toys. You're going to rent the baby toys from like, you know, if you got your kid that he's, you know, he's two years old, you're going to be renting toys that are for kids that are between one and three years old. And then you send those back and then they sterilize them and then they give them back to the next two-year-old or whatever. Um, the, the sixth components here for this 15-minute city, you got your living, your working, your commerce, your healthcare, your education, and your entertainment. All of those things you can do from your home in this you know fantasy world that they have even the healthcare there's telehealth care right now um my sister actually has used this before she's i think 19 now and uh you know she called in she sounded sick and she said hey i've got a sinus infection i think these are my symptoms 
blah, blah, blah. And then this doctor on the other side of the world prescribes her, uh, you know, Z pack or whatever the fuck it was. And then and that'll she... be AI real quick, man. Cause, yeah. Cause all you're doing is just showing the doctor some images and then you're hoping that they've seen something similar before. So it's really just pattern recognition, which is something that AI is a million times better than a doctor would be. Right. Yeah, man, it, it, it's interesting. And then one thing that is very, uh, you know, I think scary when it comes to like the transitional period of this is, you know, they're taking schools like when COVID hit, right? They were turning schools into playgrounds for a lot of people. And people are going to playgrounds, shooting up, leaving their fucking heroin needles on the playground at these schools. And then kids were stepping on the fucking needles. You know what I mean? Like in, in the fucking like US and in Europe, this shit was happening. Well, again, man, um, that's how you build a tolerance to this shit. We're not we're never gonna beat fentanyl unless we start kind of like microdosing it. Right, right. I guess, yeah, I guess you're right. You know, I, I you know, maybe I'm crazy for thinking that these are bad, but you know. Maybe we need them. I mean, Maybe it's, it's exactly bad, but you got to embrace the chaos, right? You got to just compared like, to what this shot. Yeah, compared <laughs> to what? Yeah, compared <laughs> to being dead, it could be worse, right? Right. Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. It, to me, it's just it's scary. It, it's just weird because I feel like they're they're ramping this up. It's part of the Build Back Better plan. That's why I feel all like it's just different... too impractical. I feel like they don't have the money. They won't have the resources. I feel like they could do it for affluent communities. Like if, if you wanted to live there and you had the resources to live in that area, the government would be like, yeah, you guys can kind of make your own rules. We're going to give you a little bit of free reign and be like a nice model 15 minute city where it turns into one of those high rise cities in the zombie movies where like you right. get shot if you get too close to the gate because you're an undesirable, right? They, and like you might be a zombie. I'm but... fine with that. I'm staying the fuck away from your well, shitty city. And I feel like I'm fine with that too, because if, if you flip it on its head, like I, maybe I'm just, this is the one very few area where I might be an optimist that, you know, like usually I'm, I'm a pessimist on every topic, but on this one, it really does feel too much for them to maintain, to force people to live in these little cities that don't want to live there. Um, I mean, we've seen it happen in China where they just like, weld people in but they're kind of already in those big cities that is technically a 15 minute city by any other name right like if you wanted to implement well, they this, have full this on, certain... like cities like that it's really fucking weird well, i mean look at like new york city right or the at least yeah. pick a borough out of new york city where you can relatively get anywhere within 15 minutes well, just you know they're smart about things like i'll give you an example because i was reading about this one uh son of a bitch that they call, uh, man, what do they call this? So this was, it's not necessarily redlining, right? So like redlining was back in the day where they didn't necessarily want like black people in these nice affluent neighborhoods. And so like, they just wouldn't like give dudes they a mortgage. Wouldn't sell the they real wouldn't estate, sell a house, yeah, yeah to, to yeah. a black dude. But so they were also smart. So this was like redlining, but through like architecture and design. So like what they would do is something like this. So maybe this is how they keep poor people like, inside of the city or whatever or not going to other areas so what they would do is they would take the the tax money right because they had like through the parks and recs department they would design these like awesome fucking beautiful parks like in new york and, and but they would be like just outside of new york city city and like still in these like really nice areas and they're fancy as fuck dude like these beautiful fucking pristine parks and but so like you'd have to take an on-ramp or an off-ramp like to get there to like to do it to for public transit so you would have to take a single vehicle so you either have to take a tax to like to go there or you'd have to own your own car to like 
go there because of the bug to do it. And so that's how they kept black people out of their fancy, nice parks because they were like, eh, black people, they'd have to take a bus to get here. So we're going to make it like really inconvenient. And so maybe they'll keep us in places or keep us out of places. I, I don't know. It's interesting. Mm. Well, yeah, imagine, use, like, uh, I mean, all their different imagine tools. there's a hundred dollar toll road to get out of your 15 minute city and like into Vegas or whatever, or, you know, whatever the, the nearest place that you and might want to go well, is. Yeah. And the bus can't take you out. So you're going to have to own a vehicle. And so you're going to have to be at a certain, like, you know, financially kind of thing. And you're going to have to blow somebody and have this top elite, like zero electric vehicle. You're going to have to own that to be able to drive and you're going to have to be socially, you know, I don't know, a faggot or something. And then they'll let you drive. A car. <laughs> Everyone just has to bag each other always. I mean, that's, a, that's the way that you really climb society. Right. It seems, but I don't know, man, to me, it just seems like a very interesting, uh, you know, possible fairly near future thing. Um, so I, don't know, I don't know. How I guess my question, Ryan, what do you, what do you think about this? Like, how are they going to, so they're going to have to like take places because are, are they going to use imminent domain? Are they just going to like kick people off their properties and like take over their houses and things like that and build the city around this? Like, how are they going to pick it? Like, or are you going to have to opt in like it or like, cause like, how are they doing that? Like, how are these 15 minutes cities even starting? Let's say I, I own a house and I live in this area and they say like, now this is going to be a 15 minute city. Like, do I have to agree to their bylaws? Like how, like how's any of this fucking working or are they having to buy yeah. a bunch of property first and then they build a 15 minute city in there and I can stay out of it if I want to. I like, think it's it, that man. Yeah. yeah. For right now it's opting in. Um, and again, I'm trying to find this video. I, I just can't fucking find it. It's weird how, uh, how that works. Right. You know, but there there's, I think it's in Australia and the, you know, they're making it insanely cheap. Like, you know, you're, you're talking about how buying a house in your area, $400,000 for like a shithole, basically, you know, brand new, beautiful, pristine, like it looks amazing. And your toilet tells you that you're pooping good. Right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I mean, uh, to me, that's a shithole. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you're you're stuck next to your neighbor. You said like, it's, uh, there, there's mm -hmm. no space in between. It would just you and... yeah, but, out, but you're dude. banging your neighbor. So what does it matter? You're what? You're banging your neighbor. Otherwise, you're I mean, yeah, that's the best case scenario right there. If you are, um, old yeah, Frank. Man. But can you have like I don't know, man? Are the computers gonna rat you out? Like, cause like you're literally being watched by Alexa. You're being tracked. Like, who has this information? Cause somebody would know if my neighbor was coming into my house and fucking my wife every day. Like, cause, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. Like, everything is under security. Everything's on. Like, a camera's watching you all the fucking time. It's weird as fuck, man. Like, it would just suck to live in that neighborhood if I was a kid. Like, the kids today don't know the fucking joy of, like, ding-dong ditch. Because right. everybody's got a ring camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then they're going to be yay, like, dude, I know, used to we... egg my neighbors or leave dog shit on their, on their house and light the bag. And, like, after I watched... What a uh, horrible world it would be yeah. if we couldn't do that still. <laughs> I, for real. You ever put bologna on a, on a car? Dude, okay, I'll, I think I told the story on the podcast, uh, maybe, oh but maybe not. This was my first felony. So uh, this is the first one that I got caught for. So this was the first prosecuted felony. Is this one in, the, in uh, your top 10 felonies? Yeah, yeah, probably. 
So this was in, uh, so this was my first felony. This is a junior felony. So it got scrubbed off my record. Uh, but there was a girl, dude, and I, dude, to be honest, I don't know why we picked on her. I don't know, but we did. She's um, dead now. So there was <laughs> maybe uh, she's probably doing better than me, dude. Actually, she's probably she's probably like a doctor now and is fucking kicking ass. Like she, she was really smart and shit. But anyways, we're mean to her. And we were like, we were hanging out with these like with these like popular girls that were cute and stuff. And so like, and they hated her for some reason. Just girls are bitches. So we were like hanging out with these cute girls and like we were like, okay, yeah, we all collectively hate this girl so let's go fuck with her for some fucking reason because we were assholes <laughs> and so like we went to winco and this is how this is ultimately how we got caught so like because we bought like a case of eggs we bought fucking bologna we bought uh kool-aid packets you'll see how this how this works out later too and uh we bought like a gas canister with gasoline and shit. Like we did a bunch of, we bought Cheetos, mayo, mustard, ketchup, a machete. all this kinds of shit. So Someone then what gun. we do, uh, and I might be embellishing some of this. Cause like in my, in my mind, like I don't, I don't remember the whole thing, but I'm pretty sure most of this happened. I, I have some friends I could still talk to that were probably a part of this actually. Anyways, whatever. So what this is what we did. So we got to her house and we to to just I don't know again, assholes. So yes, we definitely baloneyed her entire fucking parents' car because we were pricks. <laughs> we took Cheetos and we shoved them in all the keyholes so you couldn't get your key into the fucking car. So we like crammed them in there. And then like we wrote like cunt and whore, like with the ketchup oh, and mustard, like awesome. all over her fucking house. We cracked eggs all over her goddamn house. We fucking toilet papered everything. And we we with the gas can we wrote whore on her on, on her lawn. This is the part that I pretty sure happened. We lit it on fire. It was like <laughs> like whore. Oh, and then the worst thing that we did though, this is the best though. I love this. So we knew that she had white carpets inside of her house. And so this is the one that like, this is actually what made it. A, well, I, the whole thing was a felony, but this is what also made it a felony. And this is what cost the most money. Uh, we did, we, we got a trash can and we filled it up with water about like three fourths of the way. And we leaned it on her front door like this. And this is where the Kool-Aid packets came in. So we were dumping Kool-Aid packets in and into this. So we made this massive thing of like Kool-Aid dye, right? And so when they opened the front door, it whoosh, and just uh, like, I don't know how many gallons of Kool-Aid spilled into their house to destroy their white carpets. Jeez. That's the worst thing that I've ever done in my life. I mean, and you're loving every minute of it, bro. Like. You retelling it, you're just reliving your childhood all over <laughs> again. So Look at how delighted he is right now. Yeah, it seems like you're 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 happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Look, oh, this God. is the worst thing I've ever done. He's crying with laughter. <laughs> dude, dude, that trend because somebody had like taught me that, like an adult and said, like, hey, do you ever really want to fuck with somebody? Do this trash can trick. Yeah. It's like you have the weight like this, and so it's ready to tip. And as soon as they open the door, <laughs> boom! <laughs> it's just another oh, thing evil. i mean it's dude so I've, I've never I, I feel bad for some of the things i did i'm not even gonna recount all of the horrible oh. childhood things but in the, in the military that was one of the best things is you would take a ziploc bag and fill it up with shaving cream and you could just slip the lips of the bag under someone's locker under their door under whatever and you just jump on it and it would just explode on the other side you know what i mean that was one of the best things you could ever do in there and the other one too if you could take a a shaving cream bottle and freeze it and it would become a hard mass 
you just lob that in anywhere through a window or in a chimney or any anywhere you can shove that thing and again it, the whole entire can just basically expands afterwards nice <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome dude uh, okay i well, found I this video entire summer to pay like i've never lit anyone's day. house on fire though that's pretty fucking hardcore dude dude it was awful. yeah that's pretty rough we just like we just kept yes anding you know what i mean we're like okay let's do this Oh, what about this? What about this? And it was like, cause it was a group of like, like me and two other dudes and like, like four chicks. Let's and kill like, someone just tonight. <laughs> it could have gone there. Like we were so fucking retarded. We were so stupid. I'm sure we were drunk. I'm sure we were high. And this was the funniest thing in the world to us at the time. Anyways, that's awful. We got caught because of uh, footage inside of Winco. That's how we got caught. Cause like every single thing, like we were sitting there in our shopping cart. There they are buying like, the gloves. Like, we're buying, buying the news. Yeah. yeah. It was a, it was yeah, a small bought, operation. Got in trouble. So like we all had to work and pay them off and write them an apology. And it was, it was awful. And like we gave them to, I gave them, I don't know, a few thousand bucks. Cause like we ruined stuff. Damn. Anyways, now people can't. Like, I'm not going to go into mine. You win, dude. Yeah. I think I was like, I was probably at 15. Yeah, we were probably That's yeah, a little older just, than I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dude, we, you know, we used to do that in high school too. We used to like literally instead of going out and like partying like normal kids, we just go and like fuck with people's property like assholes. I don't know why. Dude, it's the worst. You know? Why the fuck do shitty kids do that? They think it's fucking hilarious. And I get it because that was I me. I did yeah. dumb shit like that when I was a kid. Yeah. It's fucked yeah. up. It's fucked what would you up. do if someone did that to your house today? I would be so goddamn angry. I, I, I'd be so upset. I have no idea. Fucking castle doctrine in or in Florida. So uh, yeah, you just fucking shoot him. Yeah, Somebody needed to come out there and kick my ass. I needed my ass kicked. Oh, it's just awful. How, why didn't the, like the dad come and just kick? Nobody your ass woke up. That? I have no idea. It's not like we were being quiet. We used. But their I mean, hose. even afterwards, we they find your the name, right? Can. If you got a felony, then they knew who you were. Why did they come and kick your ass afterwards? I don't know. Maybe he's like a straight edge dude. Like he like. <laughs> I, they were like a nice family. They were like like fucking. They always are, bro. The ones that always get the worst of that always Dude, end up they being didn't like deserve nice, that. They probably give so like sweet. free piano lessons to everyone in the <laughs> yeah. church. Like everything. They were nice, normal people. They did not deserve this at all. So, do you ever go to like a high school thing. reunion and see this girl again or anything? Or like, have you seen this girl since that? Since you guys, I like, saw her. Adults? Yeah, I saw her like a couple years after that, like at a party. Um, and she was fine. She was yeah. cool. Like, yeah, yeah, she was good. I, I, uh, I even hugged her and said I was sorry and stuff, and we, we were fine. Like, threw she fucking cool in her face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you squirt ketchup on her and be like, <laughs> yeah, man, pack of baloney." That's fucked up, dude. That is so funny, though. I, uh, I, yeah, I mean. I have no words. I, that is, uh, it's fucked up, but funny. So I think that you win with Dude, that my, whole thing. Well, you know, I've recently stopped drinking, and I think that it's a good thing. I, I not that I was doing shit like this recently, but like, yeah, this, this was tell- last week <laughs> that you did this yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, dude, the decisions that I used to make when I was a young man, intoxicated, were just retarded. Right, just dumb. Like you could literally talk me because, like, if 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 I thought it was going to make a memory, like I was like, and this is going to be good for a story later, I was down to do it. I was like, 
okay, let's fucking do it, bro. Like, I was that fucking asshole. Hey. I mean, you got and stories. I have stories, man. Yeah, I got yeah. lots of stories. Yeah. That's what's important is the stories. Um, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter how you made these people feel in the moment. That's irrelevant. It's it's all the stories. Do you want well, think uh, about the stories that they have too? You gave that to them. You gave them that. Story. <laughs> I made their life more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> this one time, this piece of shit. <laughs> How many times uh, you think they've told your story though? More than once, I'm sure. I don't know. Yeah, I'm curious. <laughs> you, but they probably don't tell it as much as you do because it's embarrassing. Like I'd be embarrassed if someone be. vandalized my shit. He's like, over here just like crying with laughter. <laughs> Joy. I'm sure they don't tell this the same with the same fervor that uh, Nate does, dude. Yeah, they tell they the therapist this one time. <laughs> like, I think like we had to ruin that paint job. They had to get like their car all like. Then how do you get the Cheetos out of the fucking keyholes and like just fucking terrible, dude? <laughs> this is how they decided to never have kids again, too. <laughs> um, oh. I don't know if you guys wanted to. If we're past the 15 minute city thing, I finally found that clip. It's up to you. Oh, you sure, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just <laughs> and now we're we're on to trash cans filled with shit and Cheetos and locks. But uh, let's see here. I gotta remember how to do this. Did you poop in the trash can too? Did I miss? No, that? we just put Kool Aid in there. Kool Aid packets. Yeah, no poop. We weren't. But then you fill it up with water, and then you dumped we're, we're it. You leaned it against the door, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they open the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoosh. <laughs> oh man you, you, did, oh. did they have dogs or anything like you gotta wonder know. about that oh man I, I don't, had, like, a dog. Knows. <laughs> you're already thinking way ahead of where they shit. were thinking <laughs> you're like two or three steps ahead <laughs> that's so funny man okay uh i don't know if the audio is gonna pick up just give a thumbs up or say that's yeah scary. because i can't even see you if can you see this weird dickhead with his eyes closed Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. You hear this? No I cannot audio. hear it. No audio. Okay. See, this is the problem. I don't know how we make the sound go through. Stop Let's sharing. See. Can you hear it when you press play? I can hear it, yeah. Oh, okay. Usually, um, Thomas, you can make things play. Like, we've played uh, clips on here before. Yeah, so when you hit share screen at the very bottom, there's a little check that says share system audio. You got to make sure that's checked. Okay, uh, don't show these tips again. Share screen, share system audio. I have it selected. Yeah. Um, okay, let's see if we can hear this. Now we'll try it again. Can you hear this now? You can apply for permission yeah. to leave your area. But even then, you're only going to be allowed to do it 100 times per year, which they try to say, hey, that equals twice per week, which sounds great. Until you consider whether your boss is going to be happy with you showing up to work only twice per week. What they're basically saying to you is either you need to find a new job within your zone, move house to within your job's zone, or join the jobless queue. You'll no longer be able to keep the job you have under this current plan, with one exception that we'll get to a little bit later on. The World Economic Forum, for their part, like to claim that we're actually the ones who are clamoring for these 15-minute cities that they've been unsuccessfully trying to sell us for over a decade now. It's interesting how what they want for us is automatically assumed to be what we want for us 
We just don't know it yet. But thanks to COVID and COVID lockdowns, the truth was revealed that we're all apparently clamoring for these 15-minute cities. It's a matter of life and death. Hear it from the World Economic Forum themselves. With COVID-19 and its variants keeping everyone home or closer to home than usual, the 15-minute city went from a nice-to-have to a rallying cry. Meeting all of one's needs within a walking, biking, or transit distance was suddenly a matter of life and death. So says the World Economic Forum. And they're not wrong. But if I recall correctly, the reason that happened is because of the lockdowns and insane COVID policies that were foisted upon us by World Economic Forum Young Leaders graduates like Emmanuel Macron and Jacinda Ardern and so many others like them around the world. Yeah, Let's so say that, that was basically the, the portion that I wanted to share just because, you know, I, I think he articulates it pretty well. It's definitely, you know, the World Economic Forum. It's part of their plan. It seems to be something that. You know, these people are all in lockstep trying to fucking push through, man. And and yeah, like to your point, you know, this this is an opt in thing. Um, it, I didn't catch that part before the ad where he says, like, you know, they're they're making it very tempting They're It's like a quarter of the price to live in these smart cities, uh, you know, versus like the other cities. And this is in Oxfordshire, which, uh, you know, I, I believe is in England. Um, I'm going to double check right now, but. Yeah, man, you know, they're, they're starting these things in places where people don't have guns and then they're going to try and move it into the U.S. Um, I don't know what your thoughts are, though. And what if they started? Gonna... Go, ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, Thomas. I'll say what if they started this with like the homeless populations, right? Like what if they went to San Francisco and they said, hey, Skid anyone Row. that wants to live in like a yeah, Skid Row, anyone wants to live in a brand new apartment with a refrigerator that just automatically orders your favorite stuff. And then when you're pooping weird, it orders, you know, some Metamucil, but like you get all of the amenities and you get it brand new. Um, and then use those as sort of like the Guinea pigs. Right. Cause, and, and because it would, don't, it would they, don't, they don't care about homeless people. It, it, and, and I think well, that they're already, they're already in their system. Exactly. The that's why they would be perfect. Yeah, because you could like accidentally kill a few or something, and like no one would give a shit. You know what I mean? Like you can really <laughs> narrow this down, like good. You can like put shock collars on them so they have to stay within the like the fucking <laughs> geographical. It, it would be great, actually. We should. I, I'm, I'm actually. I've changed my mind. I'm. I'm just for this. If we keep the hobos in these little 15 minute cities, I think it would be nice to have homeless people in 15 minute cities for sure. But the reason that they're not putting them in there is because they want the people that have freedom. Homeless people, yeah, sure, they have freedom, but they they're don't the have freest freedom. amongst us. They but get to they don't build, have like, anything, dude, dude. During summer, I get fucking jealous because these guys are like sitting there playing like they're playing outdoors. They're playing like fort. Like I see them, they're building sweet ass houses with pallets and shit. Because right. like in Portland, they're super hands off. They let them do whatever the fuck they want. They're having campfires. Like they're sitting there roasting weenies, and I'm in traffic like an asshole going to work. And these guys are roasting weenies and like doing like getting day drunk in their fucking yeah. sweet fort. Like it's dope as shit. Like winter's different. It sucks. But like summer, they're killing. Yeah, it, but if you break your foot, you're just never using that foot again. Yeah, fine, I mean, here it's different. You know, I, I, you see them getting treated like George Floyd more often than like, you know, you see them any, any other way. They're, the summer is the worst time, too, because these guys are fucking dying in the middle of the street. Yeah, they get and then like people Arizona. are just driving around them. They're not stopping to see like, hey, are you OK? You know, so, yeah, maybe it's a geographical thing. But, dude, yeah, it, 
to me, it just seems it seems strange. It seems that that, that it's an interesting phenomenon that we're gonna potentially see in the near future. We we see this SV the Silicon Valley Bank's SVB thing going on. If the economy takes another substantial hit, we could be right around the corner from like a total overhaul. Like you you guys were wondering like how this is gonna come into place. They're trying to build back better, and this is like a hack thing to say at this point. To build back something, it has to collapse. They're creating the collapse right now. We're seeing it. There was a, a fucking hazardous chemical spill here in Arizona very recently. Another train derailment in Arizona. I don't know if you guys heard about this. It was like fucking yesterday. Uh, the 12th, Dude, train the derailments are still last sorry, month, the though, bro. What's that? Train derailments are still last month. We're, we're on to bigger and better now. We're on to like UFOs and shit. Right, right. Yeah, maybe I'm just stupid for. We're on to failed banks at this point. Yeah, so. that's right. We're on to a, <laughs> a, a completely collapsing economy, followed by reality as we know it. Well, dude, the fucking failed banks own fucking Nor Norfolk Southern. Norfolk Southern's the main fucking, you know, the one that crashed in Ohio. You know what I mean? So like, there, this shit's all connected. I, to me, it's just. It it's it's controlled like demolition, and it's fucking wild. We're watching it happen. Yeah. It's, so that's it's why fun. I think that these 15-minute cities are very real. Um, I don't know if you guys are wrapping up here shortly or anything, but I, I, the one last thing that I wanted to mention really quick was, you know, the, the Internet being controlled by this, uh, allegedly by ICANN, there seems to be this thing called the digital universe. And I think that these are the real controllers of the Internet. Um, it's a Mormon dude. He's running for president in 2024, Joe Fromage. Uh, very interesting character. And um, he owns this now, quote unquote, defunct digital universe. Uh, he co-founded it with the co-founder of Wikipedia. Right. Um, it's a very, very weird system that they have going. Um, I can actually show you their website because, uh, you know, his his presidential website is fucking strange. He, he owns he started the, the Digital Universe Foundation based off of his other company called many one and many one is a weird name to have for anything right it, you know he, he sits on the board of the united nations um this guy joe fromage he's a mormon also uh you know not nothing against the mormons i love the mormons my grandma's mormon so no hate to the mormons but you know my best friends are mormons eh? no yeah I, you know mormons they're weird, are cool, but they're sweet like no i, I love more like i said yeah. i Dude, I can't trust how much I love Mormons. Like they're good people, but the whole uh, the whole thing about the them is, is, is yeah. Dude, the sweetest people me. I know, and the best bumper sticker. Sorry, I'll let you get back to a serious topic here in a second. But the best bumper sticker I've ever seen was, "I love Mormon pussy." It was on the back of this yeah. dude's truck. I was like, "That's the fucking best." Dude, Anyways, my first right, girlfriend sorry. in high school, the the girl that I lost my virginity to was was Mormon. Like and and girl, I, I never had my dick suck so pussy good. Just hits different. It's just I've like, never had my just... dick suck so good. You know, <laughs> it, maybe it was because it was the first time. But goddamn, you know these these girls really know what they're doing down there, and it's interesting because Southern you know they're Baptist also girl sucked my dick so fucking nuts that like dude, like she had been like a virgin until college, and then all of a sudden her <laughs> body count went from like it went from like zero, zero to forty. To 20. No, it was zero to 20, but it was like in a span of like a year and a half. I was like, what? When she told me, I was like, because like I was probably around 20 at that point too, but I was like, that had been like from like 15 to 19. You know what right. I mean? It, like, it was like in one year, you fucked 20 dudes. Anyways, 
she learned some shit. That fucking she had some head skills that I was like, how did you learn that? Like, what did you? You're, you're a dog. I don't know what. Like, how much practice <laughs> did you have? This is that's the thing, man. A girl Olympic, can Olympic level. I was like, wow. Dude, she was yeah, like, well, there was this the lady in a cage missing an arm. Yeah, <laughs> she sucked that girl's it. arm off. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, it, it, it's insane how much you know, like the dick to pussy, uh, you know, like ratio is, or I don't know what you would call it, but like, dude, a girl can go out there and just fuck every hour of every day if they wanted to, and they don't even yeah. need to be an attractive girl, but a decent looking dude. They're lucky to get like, you know, they're lucky to fuck once a day, you know, like a different chick a day. Girls can do whatever they want. I mean, I, I'm surprised that women don't really run this world fully. It's it's very interesting. But uh, what was I talking about before that? The Mormon, dude. <laughs> Mormon guy that's running uh, running D Formage is his name. And yeah, Joe uh... Formage. Yeah. So uh, I just want to stress, like, I, I have no hate on the Mormons. They're fucking great people. But the high levels of that society are strange very weird they keep databases they 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 uh you know uh, own like 23 and me and all these other weird that's my you know, honestly that's my favorite part about the mormons is is the high weirdness when you get to those high levels yeah dude they they own like they baptized hitler they baptized gandhi and they baptize all kinds of dead people uh because they take their dna and they baptize the mormon i think that's a strange thing i actually have Why a really cool hitler? mormon listener what's up why hitler though that's what i want to know they're like to save no, him we need to save his soul we they want to save everybody <laughs> they sought after him i think also though if, if it's like picking dodgeball teams right you don't want to go against him so you want to put him on the team no right because i mean if i, if I was doing dodgeball he wasn't very aryan he didn't look very strong he was a vegetarian he was kind of a pussy i don't think i would have picked hitler honestly i think stalin was way more of a badass i would have chose stalin he was a street fighter dude stalin was a mean motherfucker i mean just i would have picked stalin <laughs> no one said it was either or you can have all all your favorites man <laughs> you guys know the country of origin for stalin there georgia george isn't that weird yeah yeah, I th I always thought he'd be like Russian. Obviously, that's part of the Soviet Union, but that's it's an interesting. Close. Hey, it's very close, but it's funny yeah. because you know there's this uh, there's a high profile Georgian UFC fighter that like hates Russia, and it's like, dude, if you only knew, you know, Stalin comes from your country, buddy. Like, chill out there. Um, you know, it, it, I don't know, it, I will, but yeah, dude, the whole Mormon thing to me is is an interesting connection with like all these high levels freemasons all this stuff you know it, it's a fun thing to look into but the high levels of all these organizations are very corrupt and very strange um like that like i said the dna databases baptizing dead people all this stuff um but yeah this joe fromage dude running this whole internet you know uh you know basically when you look on wikipedia for what the digital universe foundation is just a week ago it said that they control all content on the internet. Now it doesn't say that anymore. I did an episode on it last week and I said that, and now that information is not on Wikipedia any longer. So it's strange. I'm not saying that I move the needle on that at all. I, I That's not the case. They're uh, that, watching you, dude. That's kind uh, of Wikipedia's well, thing though, too. Once, once something gets relevant and a little bit spicy, it's just gone. It, it disappears. Yeah, I mean, you know, I uh, I applied, so I do, uh, you know, because this is like my full-time thing, podcasting. 
I uh, do Instacart on the side, and I just got approved for that. And I am confirmed to not be a sex offender or on any government watch lists. Go, so congratulations. Not, I, they're not watching. Can you, hit, you got like one of those little like cheering sound effects? <laughs> like, ah. Yeah, dude. I mean, I thank God I'm not on the government watch list. I knew I wasn't a sex offender, but I thought maybe I would be on some sort of government watch list. So now, I'm, ghost. I'm happy about that. Ghost might be both. <laughs> kind of like both. The government but... watches him sex offend. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. I, what did Ghost know. do to you, man? <laughs> I love Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you can't not love Ghost. He's a great dude. But yeah, when you go to this dude's website, you know Joe Fromage for President dot org, I think it is. Um, you just see like all this weird shit. It says new world, new politics, new internet, new blah blah blah, like. It's New World Order shit. And again, he, he runs the Many One Foundation, which is like that E Pluribus Unum. Somehow he got the fucking domain rights to that. He runs the digital universe. I mean, like this is that's what a great domain name that is, right? Is and, he and a Democrat or Republican? Do you know? He it's independent is what he's running for. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. What yeah, else so is significant about him? Is he a is he a politician currently? Like who the fuck is this fromage guy? Like, do you his know websites from like nineteen 1990s? Yeah, dude, share his website if you can, man, because it it is a very interesting site, and yeah, it looks like a total scam. The guy's like, you know, if you go and look about him, it's totally defunct and it's like total bullshit. But to me, there's oh, something it, here. Yeah, the yeah. new Renaissance. Hell yeah, I love this font. <laughs> what font is this? This is amazing. So look at that. Uh, look at that where it says Fromage for president. You notice the E's are like the Biden E. Mm-hmm. And Jacques you got like a red, a blue, and a green, like RBG. This dude, the technocrat, right? Um, you know, built built his whole uh, you know following or whatever he's got. You can call him at eight three three many one. Should we call him right now? I can call him on my phone if you guys want. Do it. I mean, uh, fuck yeah. yeah, dude. Let's do it. Want me to do it? All right, let's see. Yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it. Let's see what he's all about. 833-many-1. 1833. So, I mean, you are going to be on a watch list after this. but So, kiss that Instacart goodbye, but let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm making about $40 a day. Doing this, so. The number you dialed is not in service. Okay. Well, oh. Outstanding. Uh, it looks like his 2024 campaign's off to a rocky start. <laughs> well that's the thing dude like uh, he owns all these things he owns all of the like he owns that number look at the condition of that phone that he's using there's bullet holes in this fucking phone (laughs) he's got two he's double teaming look at that there's like dude this thing's been run over by like a like a truck on the gravel a few times dude he's a weird character man but there's something to this i feel like and maybe i'm just like that looks like ghost go back There's, there's ghost right there who is this? Why is there a picture of this guy and then this guy? Like, who is that dude? That's Ghost, uh, dude. He's part of his campaign. What the? Fuck yeah, is Ghost is his campaign here, manager. Jesus, I don't know, man. I, like I said, this is just a weird thing. This is something I stumbled upon. And I thought it was strange. This, you know, What's it this? says the new Renaissance there. Oh boy. Well, this is this it's is very high tech. Website. Every every link is fucking broken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, none of it works, but I do find it interesting. He's got that RBG three E's, uh, like the Biden E's for that Vermont for president right there, right? 
red, blue, green. I like, think it's just because he just fucking ripped it off. Yeah, maybe, Could but be. I mean, like, why? Again, he sits on the board of the United Nations. This isn't like just a nobody kind of dude. Like this guy is is actually somebody, but he's got all these broken links. You go to fucking, uh, you know, <laughs> you can't uh, even you... donate money if you click on the donate button. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's what I'm the saying? point it's for this site to even exist? That's what I'm saying. It's goofy and it's stupid, but this dude is like a fucking like. It seems like he's he's some. I've never seen anything like this before. Where this dude seems to be very connected, but all of his shit doesn't fucking work. It seems weird. It seems like Whoa. it's meant to to be like this goofy. The secret. Yeah, he wrote a book called The Secret. One. I've got it on mute anyway. I'm just I'm just curious what the hell's going on here. Play it, dog. Let's hear it. It's just some dude singing. Oh, okay, it's uh, Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. Tom Cruise. I don't even know what I'm looking at here, though. Is this him? It's not him. Dude, no. I kind of I, I like this guy. I'm ready to vote for him. I don't <laughs> vote, but I'm, I'm sold. Yeah, it's just uh, not impressed. Man, I, I gotta say, I'm strange. not impressed by anything I've seen here from this guy. I kind of no, wish he would. That's the thing. He's not impressive at all. There's nothing impressive about the dude. But is that a thing up, though? That's just like that's just the norm. No. <laughs> what's that? Is that a thing? Is, is it it's that's what's interesting? Is that it's not impressive? Every single high link profile, is broken, man. Like this dude was on Coast to Coast back when Art Bell was doing it, right? Um, there's some there's just a lot of weird connections with the dude. Coast to Coast is owned by Clear Channel, which is iHeartMedia. Uh, they're owned by the two dudes that started that one of the guys uh helped fund blackrock okay or i'm sorry blackwater right um he's got so, yeah, 26 just... followers on twitter this yeah. this is weird that's fucking weird like we we might be like th three people looking at this site might be spiking his numbers right now <laughs> <laughs> right like we yeah. represent like 13 percent of his entire follower base right now yeah I'm telling you, man, it's just, it's strange. Like I said, there's serious, like, this guy's got connections. There's a number right there. He helped get, uh, he helped get. call that number? There's a random number. <laughs> <laughs> Say we found, we found your number posted by the uh, Joe Fromage for President uh, website. What is the number there? 915-200-3428. It's probably like the fucking CIA. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I'm not going to call that. Um, I don't know, man. Like I said, I just got a weird vibe from the whole thing when I was looking into it because it was from like high level shit. Maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's just like I'm, I'm totally wasting my time and it's stupid to do. But uh, again, you know, when you see on Wikipedia that this that this fucking dude's website, which is, you know, the domain name is not available to purchase um, digital universe uh, dot edu. I think it was. Um, that's not available to purchase. You can't, you know, access it at all. Anything that you click on, all of his links are fucking broken. Nothing works. But he's also connected to like this high society shit. He's again on the board of the United Nations. It's it's weird, dude. He's a weird fucking dude. I don't. I and I, I don't know. Maybe like I said, I stumbled on a nothing, or maybe it's. And Ryan, what were you saying about like he owns all the content of the internet? What was that, or who was that? 
so that was the Digital Universe Foundation, started, uh, which was started by the Many One. And Joe Fromage owns that. He graduated from the University of Utah, which is like a Mormon-heavy school, obviously, yeah. right? Um, again, I don't know all of it, but so to I, me, it's just weird. I've never seen anything like this dude, and I just think that it's very suspicious and strange. So, we haven't seen the last of Joseph Fromage. We have not. I think he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna give Trump a run for his money in 2024. <laughs> Honestly, dude, everything that I've seen on this site points towards this was a failed website. Let's get your key right now. Get, get your key. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't disagree with you, Thomas. It's it's fucking weird, dude. I was just looking at it and I thought it was incredibly strange. You I know, I, just by the shape of his head, I think he's got probably a thick og. He's got a three-year-old, guys, so he's obviously sciency. Dude, I dig it. He's yeah, let's listen to his voice, there. Thomas. Can you can you do some volume? Uh, yeah, let's hold on. We gotta, like. we, gotta, we gotta restart this. Okay. I'm curious to hear his voice. Yeah, I'd like to hear what he sounds like, too. Uh, it's so far uh, beyond what you've hoped for. But it is in the good sense of that hope. Uh we have a an ultra clean. Let's fucking uh, speed this shit up a little bit. Generation of uh, train, plane, automobiles, and spacecraft that are coming away very fast. We're inventing new types of that don't skew out. This is all bullshit. See, Mormons are super sci-fi, dude. They really oh, dig that shit uh, because, because you're going to be a god of your own planet. Shit. They have all kinds of. My team is cracking two major breakthroughs: gravity-powered engines for moving about in new cars, <laughs> new planes, new spacecraft. All of them within my life. Yep. Yeah, yeah. No, I believe it 100%. Test devices will actually break open the whole field of gravity. Oh, my God. Come on. So how fast can this guy go? That was a fan of us, bro. Just the thought of this guy being like the tip of the spear as far as like technological advancement. Like, yeah no it's like i said man it could be totally nothing and that's like 80 percent. i'm i'm very very sure that this dude is totally full of shit but it's very interesting that he came up when i was doing the research that i was looking into when it was it, basically what i was researching was like cia controlled media and shit and that dude's name came up and like not an ironic way and uh i just thought it was interesting so i looked into him i found the same shit where it's like you know None of his shit works. It's all bullshit. And I just thought it was interesting. I think that there there could be something to it. And um, I always like to look into shit before I, I write it off fully. I, I like to think that I'm fairly, like, you know, logical when it comes to addressing things and stuff. But it, it, something just stands out to me about the dude. I don't know what it is. I don't He's know. He's definitely but. a spook, dude. He's definitely, like... <laughs> Some government-connected freak. Uh, 100%. That's proven. That's proven that he is definitely connected to the government. I just he also don't looks know like a he's... foot guy. You know what I mean? Like a, you can just like He's an Al Bundy. Used... I get Al Bundy yeah. vibes a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a strange guy, for sure, man. Just thought it was weird. He's too boring to be president, dude. The way he talks, his cadence, it's he's too slow and like he doesn't like he's not exciting enough. You need something a little bit better than that. Like like at least with like Jay Bizzle, you never know what fucking Jay Bizzle's gonna talk about. Like 
that's actually kind of exciting watching every speech because you're like, could he drop dead at any moment? Is he going to like, is he going to drop an N bomb? Because you know that's like in his regular vocabulary. Like I could just right. see him drop an N bomb anytime. Or like, or like Donald Trump was exciting too. But like he was. Oh yeah. Is this a mugshot, Thomas? It, this is a mugshot. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. What do you do? <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, Joseph <laughs> look at that hairline. Firmage. Can you? Does it say Vermont. what he was arrested for, Thomas? It doesn't, but I'm sure we can figure that out. It gives a code or something <laughs> like a a PK. I mean, Bill Gates has a mugshot. Does he? What was he arrested for? Back when he was a teenager, drunk driving, I think. Oh, okay. When he so was a human. Cool. Yeah, back before his, he was cloned forty times or whatever. DUI two thousand and eight. Oh okay. yeah. Yeah. He knows how to party. He's- He's one of us. Internet entrepreneur and UFO researcher. I like yeah, that's it. what he was on Coast to Coast for. Was the that UFO book, research. The Secret. Like, I like it. his vision. Like It right, looks man. cool. It looks like uh, it's a, uh, <laughs> the fifth element, like driving around and you're fucking... If, if the fifth element had the budget of a Saturday morning cartoon show, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like I said, dude, I just think it's it, it's interesting what the dude's about. I, I don't know how much validity there is to my suspicions. Probably. I don't not know much, what the but... hell he's about, though. I just saw a bunch of sci-fi shit and like that's a bunch what I'm of saying. Yeah, broken it, links and <laughs> the, the the lack of really clear shit. But then how connected he is to like high levels. Again, he started this shit. His his uh, digital universe. He started with the co-founder of Wikipedia. Like that's not nothing um so that alone is strange like he's he's highly connected with these people that are like the driving force behind the information behind the internet and all of his domains don't work you'd think that the dude's shit would work if he's connected with all these people right even yeah, the, fucking the best phone fucking website in the world like yeah, all the bells I, and that's whistles what, that should be no, i trust that he's gonna deliver ufo transportation although he can't figure out how to get his fucking paypal link to uh, right to yeah. <laughs> right monorail. Just, this is the guy that sells the monorails to the simpsons right right yeah like i said it's just weird it's weird there's something off about that whole fucking thing and i want to figure it out that's what it is <laughs> I hope he runs because this is going to be great. This is going to be great for me and making memes and shit. It's going to be fantastic. Do you think you can get him on? I mean, he's got 26 followers. You could be like, bro, I could, I could <laughs> bump your numbers. Dude, I, we actually would give him a bump. <laughs> Dude, we should actually, if we could, I, I would like to. If, if you guys want to reach out to him, or maybe like I'll reach out to him too. We can see if we can get him on and we should really gas him up. Yeah. Like we should, mm. we should see, like, you know, like, dude. We can probably get you like several hundred thousand dollars in donations. Can you Let's gas someone up that's wearing magic underpants? I feel like they're the ones that gas you up. What's that? Like, I don't know. I feel I feel like you're already on like your own planet if you've got magic underpants on. So right, right. Like, no, yeah. no one can hype you up because you're like, these fuckers don't even know. I'm, I got right, magic the girl you're on. fiddling around with in high school. Did she have special p- underwears on and you had to take no. those off too? No, nope. no, she was, she was uh, a bad really, Mormon. Yeah, yeah, not a good Mormon. She drank, you know, her mom. I think that they she were was a low level. before her parents got divorced. And then once her parents got divorced is when she started sucking dick. So it was fun, though. You know, it was a nice. fun thing because she was, you know, it's like the, the preacher's daughter syndrome where these girls are kind of cooped up and then they get let oh, loose. Yeah. And then they're just like, hey, I see a dick. I want to suck it. 
So Dude, I, I, there's another story that I may or may not have told on the fucking podcast. Uh, so I, when I went to school, like seventh through ninth grade or whatever, I went to this charter school and this was at this former Christian school. And if you know what a UPC is, they're uh, the United Pentecostal church. And so you can look up, uh, Thomas, look up a United Pentecostal and then hit image search and you'll see what, what I'm looking at. So like, these are the type of girls that like, they, they can't wear pants. They're not allowed to wear makeup. They're not aware, allowed to wear jewelry. They're not allowed to cut their hair. And um, so they almost look like an Amish, but not exactly. And so anyways, like they're like really ultra Orthodox Pentecostal as fuck. So they, they like, like uh, pray in tongues and they get all wild and shit. Let's see here. Thomas, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No makeup, no jewelry. Yeah. Click on one of those sexy ladies. Pentecostal women clothing. Yeah. It, it's real goofball, dude. Anyways, ultra, ultra fucking conservative. This girl's, it nice was like my buddy's sister and her friend in high school. They got like, they got like a touch of freedom for a minute. I'm not <laughs> kidding when I say they literally suck fucked the entire football team. <laughs> the entire hey, cool, football though. team. These two girls, yeah. I mean, it was great for the football team. It was great for school spirit. Like they were like, they fuck yeah, we're, we're doing some touchdowns. Like they actually, I think they did really good that year. I think the football team was like, they fucking, they were killing it. Yeah, and they were just throat fucking. That my buddy's sister, he was just throwing pussy at these guys. Oh, because so he's got to be a Mormon. Like all this key shit's got to be Mormon related. He is Mormon. Well, that's what I'm saying, but that all the key sim- symbolism has to be Mormon related. Yeah, you know, this place that he got educated from, too, I'm going to actually find it really quick. Um, just, I mean, you know, this is a conspiracy themed thing. This guy, he went, he got a lot of education from this, <laughs> from this place that is just weird. Um, let me see if I can find it. Because it is Mormon. Uh, maybe it's actually not him. Maybe it, it's so funny that they show his mugshot on the main main feed here. Yeah, this is gonna help out a lot in this campaign. That's the first fucking image, dude. If he's got the money, if he owns the goddamn <laughs> internet, like he should. That should be the last like fucking thing that comes up when you fucking your search results. This is all plausible deniability. So when he actually like runs shit, he'd be like, "Oh, look at my website. I don't know what I'm doing." Well, so that's that's why I think it's interesting. It would be such a funny way, it, it, like if this dude actually ran the internet. I think it would be so funny if it was that guy. You know what I mean? Uh, because all of his shit sucks. Uh, when you try and save, it is that hiding in plain sight. What's that? I said it is hiding in plain sight. It's like right, I, I know, and it definitely stupid. doesn't give it, off the. It makes yeah, me sound like stupid. a crazy asshole for bringing it up, but I just think it's it's. Well, uh, that's it's the funny. perfect way. They, they make you sound like a crazy asshole. Like you're pointing to he, maybe he's fucking the the wizard behind the fucking curtain. He's he's actually <laughs> right. running the goddamn world. He's the Wizard of Oz. This, yeah. this is the guy that's projecting the holograms into the sky right now. Okay, so this guy Bernard Bernard Hache was the guy, he's an astrophysicist that helped him start the digital universe along with the co-founder of Wikipedia, which is named Larry Sanger, okay? Uh, Larry Definitely Sanger, if name. you look... 
Yeah, Larry Sanger's a big, big name. So he's connected with Larry Sanger. They helped create the fucking digital universe. Bernard Hache is this weird Jesuit dude that's very fucking weird. Uh, and I'm trying to find now this site. Okay, so he, he got his education, and he ties in spirituality and science together uh, because he got a lot of education from the St. Meinrad Seminary in Arch Abbey. And if you go to their website, uh, stmeinrad.edu, I'm not going to... Okay, so look. Look at the seal here. I just got to share with you really quick. This is funny. Because I see Twin Towers and two planes flying into these Twin Towers right here and their seal. I'm just saying, if we're going to get weird, let's get weird. Okay, I'm so down, here it dude. is. Let's get weird. So look at that seal. Can you see that up there in the corner? Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's two towers and two fucking birds, and they're flying into the damn towers. I just think it's weird. But this is where this dude got his education, and it's like a total is Jesuit. Is this Catholic? Okay, uh, so we're I, talking about the Jesuit dude. Yeah, this is this is uh, his name. Did Fromage go to this school too? No, no, uh, no. Okay. Fromage went to the University of Utah. Oh, gotcha. And gotcha. this dude helped him start the digital universe along with... Uh, What's the dude's name? Fucking um, what was the guy that I that you said? Larry Sanger. Yeah, yeah, Larry Sanger. So yeah, that's that's what's uh, what's interesting. You got a Catholic. I mean, clearly that's a Catholic institute. But yeah, I mean, it's just a weird. There's there's just a lot of weird shit, man. I'm in the the infancy of looking into it. Maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's keep looking, dude. There's something behind. Yeah, there's something going on. It's weird, dude. It's weird when you get all these fucking weirdos together doing this crazy shit. That looks wild right there. Um, but yeah, man, just just you know, that's what happens when you're looking for new content and you just stumble upon these weird freaks. It's like, <laughs> man, can I turn this into something or not? So that's fun. <laughs> I love it, brother. Man, this has been a lot of fun. We gotta get together and chat more. Hell yeah, man. I'm always down. Yeah. Uh Brother, why don't you tell our audience one more time? I, I don't even know if we if I had you fucking throw plugs at the beginning. I usually do. I'm bad about this stuff. Uh, why don't good. you throw some plugs at us and tell us everywhere they can find you the best way, best way to support you? Do you got a Patreon? What are you doing? Yeah, man, just a, a Dangerous World podcast. I usually do about three episodes a week. Uh, find me everywhere on all the podcatchers and all that shit. And I do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Dangerous World podcast. And then an online store, which is just uh, dangerousworldpodcast.com. And um, the merch is fun. Just came out with a new Garbage Pail Kid t-shirt that Thomas helped me create oh, with yeah. the body. Did a little AI art there. And then I, you know, tweaked it a little bit and had some fun with that. So big thanks to you, Thomas, for doing that. Uh, you know, yeah, just, man, it was fun those few images. Yeah, dude, it's cool. So uh, I'm obsessed with like 80s and 90s shit. And so I'm trying to do more like merch that's kind of geared to like, you know, wrestling and like, you know, all that, all that fun stuff that the eighties and nineties kids appreciate. Dude, Cause I'd rock a fucking Pokemon shirt. If you like did some fucking dangerous world, like that was a big Pokemon faggot. Like that was my Me jam. Too. Love Me it. too, man. Right now I'm working on obese cryptids. I'm trying to make like obese, like I have a, a drawing right now of a, of an obese Bigfoot that I'm trying to get out there. And then I want to do like, Can a you give us a sneak peek. Can we see this uh, obese Bigfoot? I, I can't right now because okay. it's all like pencil. 
it looks like it's based off these things i i had i bought these stickers a while ago that are like superheroes they're obese uh so you got superman right there oh, you yeah. know um this is who's this guy from dragon ball z right uh, like vegeta or something i don't know i, I didn't want dragon ball z yeah, yeah you that. know fun stuff like that darth darth vader obese so i just found like these fat guys godzilla i mean you know so i'm trying to do like some some fat cryptids and uh just have <laughs> some fun you know I with, dig uh, it. with the merch but um you know just having so fun we out can here, find dude, you right? monday master day master debaters you talk of the tavern you got cunt conspiracy underground news team all the fucking fun shit yeah man yeah the monday night master debaters is really match show but he's kind enough to have me on every every monday and then yeah, yeah. obviously talk at the tavern is ghost but i'm usually there every friday yeah. and uh cunt is mine and ghost like joint venture that we air every tuesday so yeah yeah i appreciate the uh the chance to to hop on here and talk about some weird shit man it was fun fuck yeah man thomas you got some plugs to throw yeah, man. As always, paranoidamerican.com, all kinds of comics and shirts and stickers. And and the big one now is nasacomic.com. That's right. Nasacomic.com. This, uh, this never a straight answer about Stanley Kubrick directing the moon landings. It's it's done. It's been done. It just needs enough support to start a print run. Uh, it's got, man, like this is a, a little skit in here about how the Beatles approached Stanley Kubrick to this is a legitimate story. They approached Stanley Kubrick to direct a Lord of the Rings movie starring the Beatles as, you know, Frodo and all of the main characters. Uh, he turned them down, but this is sort of just like an illustration of what that might have looked like. I fucking um, hate the Beatles, but that might have been fun. Here's an uh, example. <laughs> he was obsessed with putting, if you know anything about Kubrick, he put like bathrooms in almost all of his movies. So here he is uh, kind of experimenting with an upside down toilet with one of the astronauts and you've got like all these little Illuminati references here. That's dope, dude. So if, if you want to see this, it, the only way it's going to come to, uh, to life is if you go to nasacomic.com and then just click on sign up to be notified when the campaign launches. And then when the campaign launches, if you get an order in, you'll get a copy. And if not, you'll have to wait forever to, to get it on the website. So nasacomic.com. Cool, yeah. man. That's great. And then, Ryan, I always ask, well, I'm trying to get better at asking, what's your favorite cryptid? That's what I, I when I started the show. Fat Bigfoot, bro. We just said people. it. Fat Bigfoot. I mean, my favorite big, uh, my favorite cryptid is is uh, the skunk ape. I really do like the skunk ape, which is basically, you know, just a, a methy Florida version of. It's the, yeah, it's the Florida one. The skunk ape. Because I are of the Bigfoot. Because when I was a little kid, we used to watch Unsolved Mysteries. Me and my mom late at night. Love that show. Dude, I you know, it was there's something about that. That and Bob Ross. Me and my mom just really bonded over, right? Uh my dad wasn't into those shows. He was, you know, usually working when we we're watching these things. But uh I remember how serious there, there was there was one occasion where me, my mom, and my dad was watching Unsolved Mysteries with us. And this dude, I forget that Rob, Robert Stack, right? Was the guy. That's right. So he's sitting there in his dead ass serious voice. And he's like, that's when they knew they saw the skunk ape. And my dad was <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and it, to me, even as a kid, and I was balls deep in it. It was so funny just to hear my dad be like, the fucking skunk ape. What are we talking about here? <laughs> it's, you know, he wasn't buying it at all. Me and my mom were super into it. And um, 
so yeah, the skunk ape always has a special place in my heart, dude. Skunk ape all day. I love it, man. <laughs> Fuck yeah. What about yours, man? That's an interesting question. Dude, I gotta say probably Bigfoot. I've been looking for Bigfoot my entire life. I grew up in the Pacific Northwest, like Northern California. Uh, I've been looking for him my whole life. I've been looking for Bigfoot, but do I have anything else? I was really, really, I was a weird, fat, little retarded kid that was like obsessed with leprechauns and shit and would like think <laughs> I would, I thought I was talking to fairies and stuff. Like, so I, I don't know. I don't know. It could be leprechauns or fairies or something, but I think it's Bigfoot. Bigfoot's probably my favorite. I always hey. like the idea of chupacabras. Chupacabras are great, dude. Mm. That's a great one. Uh, and, and also, Nate, there's a new movie out that I'm actually going to watch as soon as we're done here. I don't know what platform it's on. I can send you the link, but it's a it's a like high budget movie that's about Irish folklore and it's about like gnomes. Like it's a scary movie about like a gnome secret society, and it looks Yo. fucking incredible, dude. It looks really, it actually looks scary, and it looks really good. So I'll uh, I'll watch it and then I'll send you the link and uh, you can yeah, check dude. it out. I they call this one with Kathy Ireland uh i don't think so it's a it's a brand new movie i don't know if it's it's if it's with that lady i, I don't even know who was it that you said again kathy ireland i don't think so man it is based in ireland i think but yeah it's like a whole movie about like just like you know these these gnomes come out at night and they fucking kill people and shit but it seems dope and i watched cocaine bear the other day phenomenal movie i recommend it to everybody dude it's a fucking awesome movie so i like the concept yeah, it's I think it's fucking great. Awesome. And it's based off a true story, isn't it? Loosely. Or roughly, yeah. <laughs> Loosely yeah. based off a true story. Yeah, it's incredible, though, dude. It's such a good movie. Don't watch it like you're going to get like your, your mind blown and learn anything. Just watch it like you're going in and having fun. Gory ass. I watched movie. one the other day. I don't watch movies at all, ever. But like every once in a while, I'll get a hair up my ass. And right. um, the one I saw just recently, it was fucking fantastic. It was it was legitimately fantastic. Um, it had the dude from Stranger Things, the cop from Stranger Things. You know who I'm talking about? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Older he was man. Santa Claus. This is oh, called Violent like, Night. Violent Night. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Santa John Claus. John Leguizamo's in it too. John Leguizamo's in it. Yeah, dude. This was the most entertaining movie I've seen that, in a long time. Like people get stabbed in the fucking eye with candy canes and shit. Like it was. But it's got like a fuck. historical symbolism. It like it mm -hmm. goes deep. It's awesome. Yeah, it's a great movie. Dude, dude yeah. Fantastic. If anyone, if anyone ever wants any scary movies, dude, I can recommend all kinds of scary movies to anybody that is is you know just wanting a good scary movie. Uh, how you find it is up to you, but like you know, there's I got sites that you can find all these bootleg movies. We watched that Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey uh you know bootleg version of it it's fucking incredible you know guillermo del toro directing like a horror movie about winnie the pooh it's fucking crazy I've not, i have not even heard of this but it sounds fucking fantastic it's dope it's like a bunch of like fucking rednecks basically dressing up as like all the hundred acre wood animals and just killing people it's fucking dope so yeah there's fun shit out there if you're uh hell yeah if you're bored love it man well thanks again man this was a blast yeah man i had a ton of fun thank you Hell yeah. Oh, Cheers, yeah, Jen. Have a good night.